0: You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 80. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast Episode number 80, I can't even believe that we have gotten that far. It has been so much fun doing this podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. I like to bring everybody health, fitness, nutrition information that you can use on a daily basis. Basis. So, we have a great topic today that one of my clients, actually, a few clients have asked me about this in the past, and it is bone broth. And they wanted to know what is all the hype on bone broth. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. You may be a little surprised at some of the information I came up with when I went ahead and did all that research. But first, we are always going to start with the Eagle News of the Week, Eagle Health News. Has anybody come up with a little catchy title for this little first segment I like to do? If you do, if you have a catchy title for this first little news clip I like to do each week, please shoot me an email, Kim at EarnThatBody.com. I'm giving out a prize to someone who can give me something snappy, something good, something better than Eagle Health News of the Week, right? All right, so let's start off with that until we get our snappy title. The thing I found in the news this week that actually uh, sparked my interest because I popped a couple of these last week, is it bad to pop antacid pills like candy? Well, I thought that was interesting because I actually took a Tamiflu pill a couple weeks ago. My son had the flu and the doctor prophylactically gave, uh, gave me Tamiflu to take. Well, one night I took it. and Do you ever swallow a pill and it doesn't like totally go down all the way? And like I woke up like an hour later and I could just feel the pill. It felt like it was burning through my esophagus. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I hate when that happens. And seriously, for a couple days, I had that heartburn feeling. So I kept popping the antacid pills trying to sort of relieve that. And I don't do that very often, so I'm definitely not a person who pops antacid pills like candy. But when I saw this, I thought it was really interesting because I had just been uh, popping the Tums there. So this is what the health news says about this. If you pop antacid pills regularly... You need to stop this habit, all right? So first of all, there's many different kinds of antacids with all kinds of different ingredients in high doses, and some of those high doses of these ingredients can have some really bad effects. So some contain calcium, magnesium, or aluminum, and overloading the body with these substances can actually cause constipation for some people. For some people, it even causes diarrhea. So other antacids have sodium bicarbonate, uh, and that may not also be suited for long-term folks, right? So if you're taking them all the time, your body probably didn't need all that sodium bicarbonate. It wasn't meant to be taken on a long-term deal. So that's something you want to know. And just so you know, if you're feeling like you need to pop the Tums all the time, The issue is that the Tums is just sort of the band-aid on what you're feeling, but what is actually going on in your body is something else and it's usually something much bigger so if you don't treat the actual health issue that's triggering your symptoms something could be getting worse and worse all right so while the stomach upset or that indigestion is commonly related to acid reflux the discomfort could also be due to something like a peptic ulcer or even gallstones So it's just something to think about. You know, we live in a country that they will give you a pill for everything. And so people really do. They pop these Tums like candy. They do taste pretty decent. I only like the pink ones. I'm sure it's full of, you know, dye. I have to find myself a a healthy version of the Tums. I don't take them that often, so it's not ever been something I've been that curious about. Um, but again, if you're someone and you probably, if you're not someone, you probably know someone who is the person who takes the Tums all the time. Well, let those people know it is not recommended. It is not good for you. And they should find out what is actually going on and causing all that heartburn. All right, let's get to a better topic. Bone broth. This has sort of been in the news for the last couple years, right? It's sort of become the new rage and um of course if i'm going to talk about it i'm going to do some research on it to see what is truly going on now i I don't usually buy into all the rage. Whenever there's like a new thing, for sure a fad diet, you can forget it. You know how I feel about those. But even bone broth, it was like becoming this big thing. All the stars are drinking their bone broth instead of coffee. And and it it sort of becomes this hype, and I just never fall for it. So I am not one of the people who actually went and bought bone broth uh, because it was talked about in the news. So what is bone broth? That's the first thing. For those of you who don't know... They are not new. Uh, They've been made way back in the old times and the old ages. This really is nothing new. Most people know them as chicken stock or beef stock, and they're basically made by simmering bones in water with seasonings for usually up to two days. Now, in the last couple years, bone broths have become so, so popular. Why do you think? Well, of course, because media... has taken over. So, you know, the media took over and claimed that bone broth is the new phenomenon and they, they had all these testimonials to the soups and the health benefits, like it helps your immune system, it's a wrinkle remover, it's a bone builder. However, guess what? With all the research I did, and according to the Harvard Health Publishing, Harvard Medical School, there is very scant scientific evidence to support any of these claims so there are some claims that have some support all right and i think it's funny because it's like from a long time ago but chicken soup helps clear nasal passages so that study was done in 1978 and they were able to find some statistical reasons why yes chicken soup did benefit your nasal passages to help clear them up all right well that's that's good there's nothing wrong with that Um, And then chicken soup may, and I want to highlight the word may, reduce inflammation. That's according to a study that was done in 2000. The study showed that chicken soup inhibits the activity of neutrophils, which are the, the white blood cells. However, this effect has not been confirmed in any controlled studies of adults. So that's why it's like chicken soup may reduce the inflammation because of this effect that it has on neutrophils, and yet really there's no controlled studies. So I'm not sure how much we can actually say that that is supported. Now, there are many claims about bone broth with no support, and it's funny because these are all the ones that you're seeing in the media, right? So bone broths do not relieve joint pain. Why were they saying that it does? Well, arthritis is actually a result of the loss of collagen, which is what cushions the joints, and bone broth contains collagen. But dietary collagen is not actually absorbed and then sent to the joints. It just doesn't work that way. So bone broth does not, in fact, relieve any joint pain. There is no proof to show that. The second thing is bone broths don't make your skin firm and smooth, which you might have definitely heard the media tell you. This is also a claim based on the collagen that's in the bone broth. And just like dietary collagen isn't going to your joints, it is also not taking a direct path into your skin. Collagen is actually broken down into amino acids, which become building blocks for the body's tissues, but they don't get transported to these specific areas like the joints and the skin. It kind of reminds me of weight loss. Like when somebody says, I want to lose my love handles. Like how can we focus on just reducing love handles? It doesn't work that way, right? So when you change your nutrition and you change your workouts, your body's going to change, but we can't spot reduce in one particular area. So this is the same thing. The bone broth can't go to one specific place, and they certainly haven't been able to prove that it does. The third one is that bone broths do not improve digestion. Bone broths contain gelatin, which is claimed to be a digestive aid, although there is very little evidence to prove this effectiveness. So that's another thing that we have no (laughs) research on. The last one is that bone broths do not strengthen your bones. Just because a soup is derived from bone does not actually mean that it will build bone or prevent any type of osteoporosis. Even when simmered for 48 hours, bones release very little calcium into that broth. So all of those things that the media was telling you and all the stars that were taking it and saying my skin is so beautiful now because I drink bone broth... There's really no evidence. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Does it surprise you? It doesn't surprise me at all. All right. Now, what is this soup actually good for, right? Bone broth, either store-bought or homemade, benefits from the addition of vegetables so if you want to enjoy some bone broth it's still good for you but it's just not doing all these fancy things right and it can be a great way for you to bump up and get some vegetables and make it basically some type of veggie soup so if you're heating up some type of broth or simmering a pot of bones if you're into that making your own consider adding herbs and spices and vegetables like carrots and tomatoes and cabbage and kale, green beans. If you do that, you're going to have this very hearty, satisfying soup. Uh, And that is is good for you in so many ways. It's just that I can't say it's going to benefit your joints and your skin and your bones. All right. So I do think it's good for you. And it's a great way for you to sort of amp up in the veggie department. And it's also just very soothing. Like a a chicken soup, by all means, can be very soothing. One thing you want to be really careful of, however, and I tell all my clients this, I pretty much never order any kind of soup. Definitely never when I'm out at a restaurant because soups are loaded, loaded, loaded in sodium. And so if you are trying to lose weight, if you have high blood pressure, even if you don't, I'm not trying to lose weight and don't have high blood pressure. If you do not want to have major water retention the next day, you know, the kind where you cannot get your rings off of your fingers and you just feel puffy, sometimes even a little achy. It can be from excessive amounts of sodium. And you don't want that, but usually that's what you're going to get with soup. Uh, Almost all canned soups, go ahead and look at the canned soups and you're going to be amazed at how much sodium is in there. In general, you do not want to go over 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. That's if you're younger than 55 years old. If you're over 55 years old, you don't want to go over 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day. Now I challenge you to go look at that can of soup at the market and realize that it has over 2,300 milligrams of sodium in that one can. So that's not even just for the day. That's like in one can. So you do have to be careful of that part. However, when you make your own soups at home, you can definitely limit that amount, especially with a bone broth type of base. Now, all of this being said, you should know that i'm jewish and in the jewish religion we have matzah ball soup to cure us of all of our ailments (laughs) now again i wasn't able to find research on this but this is just sort of a tradition in the jewish religion we say that matzah ball soup is the jewish penicillin so whenever i was sick my mom always made matzo ball soup and basically what that is is like a chicken stock soup and then it has these matzo balls in it that are sort of like a dumpling type of thing and I loved it and it always was very soothing. And I think that is probably more than anything, like the all of these bone broths, they're very soothing and they feel good and they, you know, they go down easy, especially if you're not feeling well. So I definitely am not saying you should never have these or there's anything wrong with them. I'm just trying to tell you there's actually no research that they do all these fancy things that they say. And I am not going to stop having my matzo ball soup I make it I shouldn't say I make it. I'm such I'm not a I'm not a really great mom because I don't make it homemade. You can actually buy matzo ball soup in the market. So if you ever want to try it, we always have at least five jars of matzo ball soup in the pantry just for those times when we're not feeling good because even though there's no evidence, it does make us feel good in our heart and our soul, apparently. All right, so if you are if you enjoy bone broth, it's not going to hurt you. It's just not gonna give you smooth skin, pain-free joints, improved digestion, and stronger bones. That is, once again, just the media, that whole marketing world we live in, and especially the food industry trying to sell you, once again, something new. And they probably bumped the price up because uh, it's the new hype and it's all the new rage. All right, there you have it. That's bone broth. If you ever have a question or a topic that you would like me to cover, just like this topic was brought to me by a client who wanted me to cover it, if you ever have a topic and you would like me to cover it, please send it my way. My personal email is kim at earnthatbody.com. I have a list of podcast episodes to come that have been given to me by clients. And that, again, that's my goal is I want to answer these questions. I want to do the research. I want to get the information out there so that I can help everybody live a fantastic and healthy life now if you do have any questions i have lots of programs coming up all my programs are online so you can live anywhere in the world i have the 12 week earn that body program which is fitness and nutrition i have the keep that body program which is phase two so if you finished Earn that body and you need to pick it up again and take it to the next level you would definitely want to register for keep that body we have the shred that body which is phase three which is awesome because it comes with some of my best videos for, uh, getting strong, getting toned and really putting on that muscle. And then I always have something called the ETB talks program. It starts every Monday, uh, or I should say first Monday of every month. It is not a detox because those don't work. Cause that would be like a fad, but I call it the ETB talks because it is a four week program to help you, Really understand how to modify your nutrition to get on track with your eating, all right? So all those things are always available to you. I have some exciting new programs coming up in Shock That Body, which is the fitness platform. If you need any kind of videos and workouts, go to shockthatbody.com. And other than that, if you ever have a question about what program might be best for you, I'm always here to answer it, kim at earnthatbody.com. Now, because I don't do sponsorships because they're so annoying and you don't get to hear those constant commercials throughout my program, if you do want to say thank you, if you want to help me out, I would so appreciate if you would just go into iTunes and give me a rating or review for the Earn That Body podcast because the more ratings and reviews I have, the easier it is for other people to find my podcast and that is my passion. I want to pay health forward and reach as many people as I possibly can so if you can give Give me a rating and review in iTunes. It is always appreciated. And also follow Earn That Body on Facebook. And when I post a podcast episode, also appreciate it if you would give it a share because that's, again, how I can reach more and more people. That's it for today. Go get some bone broth. Enjoy it in your heart and your soul. And I will talk to you next week with a new episode from Earn That Body.